Pitch Deck Asia. Your story, your words. Hey there, we are working through the ultimate pitch deck. Now we're at step five, which is all about you. Why you? Why are you the right person to make this happen? Because you may have a great idea. You may have spotted an amazing opportunity. You may have an amazing solution. However, if it's not about you, if your why isn't believable enough, then the chances are that you might not stick this out. So an investor wants to know why are you the right person to make this happen. So let's have a look. We have, until now, we have gone through the four steps. We talked about market size, the problem you're solving, the solution, and now up to this point, the hypothesis, which sets up the why you. So the hypothesis is, why do you think about this differently to everybody else? The challenge here is that this then becomes an invite, and I've seen this in pitch decks, for people simply to dump lots of information about their CV, their resume in there. And A, we don't have enough time to look through somebody's resume. B, it's lazy simply putting lots of information in there because you're expecting the reader to do the work. And C, it shows you don't know what's important. You may have lots of items on your resume. You may have lots of bullet points in your history. However, what is relevant out of that for what we're talking about here now? This could be job experiences. You may have startup or corporate experience that is relevant to the hypothesis and the problem and the solution and the market that we're dealing with. You may have a personal pain point or history that is relevant outside of work. You may have experienced something. You may have some challenge. You may have some frustration. It's got to be believable. It can't just be, for example, I was walking to uh, work the other day and you know I saw there was a hole in the ground where people were digging and I thought oh that's a bit silly somebody could fall down there therefore you know I want to create an app where people can identify where the holes are in the ground in the, the sidewalks around town mm, is that believable I don't know maybe if you told them that you actually fell in the hole and as a result of that you were hospitalized for six months that becomes a bit more believable. It's real pain now, rather than just a fleeting idea that you have. Any fleeting idea that you have could easily become another, you know, surpassed by another fleeting idea. So you've got to show it something that, this is something that you stay up until three o'clock in the morning thinking about, frustrated about, something that really affects your life. So there are different ways of identifying the why you section. There is on the one hand, the experience. So I, you know, I have 20 years experience as a UX designer at Apple. That's going to impress anybody who hears that because you bring a lot of experience, a lot of philosophy about design and a lot of skill that you may not find anywhere else in the market. Those kind of people are quite rare. So therefore, you have a certain way of solving that problem that may be absolutely unique. You may have dealt with certain people, have seen certain things taught nutrition to high school students for 10 years. As a result of that, you may not be the most qualified nutritionist in the world, just in the same way that I would say I'm not the most qualified investor or startup founder in the world. Yet, like the teacher who has taught nutrition to high school students for 10 years, I've seen a lot of cases. I've sat with 400 startup founders. I've 
identified the patterns. I've experienced their pain. I've heard their journeys. I've listened to their stories. In the same way, if you were a high school teacher, you have experienced a lot as well. So you've seen a lot. You have a unique group of experiences and you know, uh, expertise that may not be found anywhere else. There may other, of course, there may be people out there who have taught nutrition to high school students for 10 years, yet how many of them are actually out there trying to do something about it outside of their day job? Uh, you may have faced that pain point yourself. You know, I'm an ex-professional ballerina who retired because of injury. As a result of that, you may then decide that, you know, you know exactly the problems people are facing with impact injury in ballet, for example, especially, you know, whether they are, ex uh, whether they're professionals or whether they are hobbyists or even like young kids starting ballet, you know, there's a real problem and it can be dealt with with your solution, which is this, whatever it is, this widget or this training method. You've actually experienced that. As a result of that, you've experienced massive pain. You know, you've lost a job, perhaps you've lost a livelihood and probably unable to do what you're really passionate about and what you've trained for for years and years of your life. Since you were a young girl, you may be doing ballet and then you weren't able to do it and you were sort of nixed at your prime. This is something that you, you know, has upset you and something that you feel so upset about that you do not wish that upon anybody else. And you want to change that and you know that it is solvable. That is a powerful you it could be something that you're passionate about. You may not be the Apple UX designer, yet you could have been in this space since forever, before it was popular, before robots were a thing. You were designing them in your garage. And here are lots of examples. Here's a photo of you as a kid building a robot. You know, the point about this is that you did this when people didn't tell you to do it. And I mean, people being your, your parents or your teacher or your employer. You did this because you absolutely love doing it and you were doing this stuff anyway. It's in your DNA. So, you know, if you get funded or you don't get funded, you're still going to be doing this and up till three in the morning thinking about it and tinkering with it. That's a powerful you. That's a powerful why you because, you know, this is in your, your soul, your raison d'etre. You live and breathe robots. There are very few people actually like that. And then there's the, the real pain that you've lived with. Uh, and the ballerina is just like a one-off example. But you could have had a problem that you only you know really what it's about. And if you haven't lived with diabetes since you were 12, you don't know what it's like. Most people might just think it's a condition that you can control. But, you know, maybe your issue is that, fine, there are lots of devices and medical you know, medical solutions out there for diabetes. But the issue is, is that it's for 12 year old kids. You know, you remember what it was like when you were 13 and having to explain to your friends when they were running away because they saw your needles or they thought you were a freak because you had this disease or, you know, you couldn't eat certain things at school or you had to have a special treatment, um, you know, because you got sick once in a while. You live with that. You have experienced it. And because you ha have that kind of empathy, that's what you bring. You understand like nobody else. And that's really what it's all about is that when you ask the question, why you, you have to show that you understand more than anybody. And that could have been because of your work experience. It could have been because of your hobbies. It could have been 
could have been because something happened to you. It could have been because you've seen what people have gone, gone through, like the high school students, for example, or you've lived with this since whatever, since whatever age you've had that experience and it's been with you. You know more than anybody else. You haven't just read this in a book. You have lived it. You have breathed it. You have felt it. You have felt the frustration and the pain that goes with this solution. Therefore, you are going to make this happen. Whatever happens, you are going to make this a success. And that's what people want to know. That is the powerful story arc of why you you know, in, in my case, I'm adding in here 10 years experience as a UX designer at Apple because that helps me solve the problem, the hypothesis of why can't medical devices have great design? Because I know I've got, you know, I've gone into telecoms, handset design, and I've seen the clunky, square, ugly, poor user experiences that we had in the early 2000s. I went in and I wanted to change that because I said, that is not acceptable. You know, I believe that we could have created amazing design, reliable products. We can bring what Apple has proven in the telecoms industry into medical devices. And the same things are being said about medical devices that were said about Apple and telecoms and mobile handsets back then. So I can bring that in. That's my solution. And look, it's just not acceptable that 44% of these devices, nearly half of them don't work because this is a $25 billion industry and it's ours for the taking. So now we're gearing up to the ask, the final part of your pitch. You've set up the narrative. Now you ask for help. And that is slide six. Coming up next. That was Pitch Deck Asia, powered by Pitch Media Asia. My name's Graham Brown. Pitch Deck Asia is a platform to give startups in Asia a voice. We give them a show to help them tell their story. And if you love these startup stories and like hearing more about the journeys of the founders, go and check out our SoundCloud channel, which is available at pitchdeck.asia slash SoundCloud. That's pitchdeck.asia slash SoundCloud. Head along to the channel, subscribe, follow us, and feel free to leave a comment or a rating on our channel as well. We'd love to hear your feedback.